Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. This is the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. Sitting in the studio today with my bride, Ashley, and we're um, getting ready to talk about something that we both personally experienced. We both have, yep. And I'm, you know, I'm willing to bet that the majority of you guys out there have also experienced this too. It's something that uh, Ashley doesn't love talking about. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, hers was a little more traumatic than mine. Right. Um, but right. I've had more. Right. And so what we're talking about today is actually car accidents. Yes. We're talking about auto accidents and the impact they have on your body. So, you, you know, know if... It's, yeah, it's interesting. So the, the auto accidents... Well, I just want to... Real quickly, I just yeah. want to say, if you've, if you've had an auto accident... Yes. Yep. You need to listen. Yep. Yep. Because um, we're going to go through, like... As a chiropractor, I hear it so often. People come in, they're like, oh, it's just a little fender bender. Or, you know, we'll go through their history. Have you ever been in any traumas or any accidents? Well, yeah. I mean, I had a couple of little, you know, car, car wrecks here and there, bang-ups here and there. And people don't realize that a lot of the, the problems they're having, a lot of the issues we see on x-ray stem from untreated, unresolved problems from a car accident. So sure. if you've ever been in a car accident, just for the next, you know, for the next 45 minutes to an hour, just kind of settle in. And just listen to what we have to say, because what, what I'm hoping that comes across is that we can really speak to, you know, the, the potential of what may or may not have happened in that accident and what you should be concerned about. Right. And this is coming from someone myself who was in a, I was in, so I was really stupid as a kid. My dad would contest <laughs> to this. And between the ages of 16 and 20, I, I, I totaled three cars. And then uh, I actually totaled a car about two years ago. So I've actually totaled four vehicles, which is not something I love to admit, but it's the <laughs> truth. And uh, you were in a pretty severe car right. accident. You were not driving. It wasn't your fault. Nope. And uh, you you were actually ejected from the vehicle. Right, right. So, yeah, so I was a passenger um, as a teenager in a vehicle. So, I mean, you know, it's it's such a common – it's interesting because so, – so when we talk about car accidents, they're so widespread, right? That and, and here's the deal. So why is a chiropractor talking about an auto accident, right? Um, they're the number one contributor to chronic neck and spinal pain. Of 6 million auto accidents that happen every year in the U.S., nearly 3 million people suffer injuries. And the majority of those injuries, we're talking about whiplash injuries, right? That type of something in the whiplash type family of an injury. Um, and of the 3 million injuries that happen, nearly a million of those people every single year will develop chronic pain from that car accident. So you're talking one out of every six people that are in an auto accident will end up developing chronic pain. And right. I, I would even go to say it might be higher than that. I think a lot of the times people don't realize that some of the problems that they have post-car accident are actually attributed to their car accident. Right. Um, so obviously, if you've, you're listening to us, you've listened to us in the past, you know this is where we give out the phone number because... Already you're leaning in. You're like, holy smokes, I've been in a car accident. What do I do? Give us a call. This is what, you know, this is what we do. Actually, I, I don't like doing this. I don't love working with car accidents because <laughs> no. I hate I hate um, the fact people are in them and it's not the most fun to take care of. I enjoy really 
helping people, um, you know, get through health issues and deal with other things. And then pain is just, it's so, such a, such a challenging thing to work through for people, but we're really good at it. Right. And so because we're really good at it, you know, I feel like it's necessary to talk about it. So give us a call, 513-777-7575. Check us out on the web at alignhealthcenter.com. And if this is your first time listening, know that we're podcasted. And so if anything you hear today you're excited about, go back and listen to previous episodes. We've talked on, man, immune system, gut health, uh, cancer, all kinds of different things. But we also talk about mindset stuff, about how to build the best health possible. What is the one thing you should be concerned about in your health? So go back and listen to those podcast episodes on Align Your Health on iTunes or on Podbean or on DrRyanLive.com. So, Ash, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I've been in four accidents, and I was 16 on my first I was probably 19 in my second, 21. No, 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 no. We didn't meet till I was 23 or four. So 23 or four in my third. And then I was 35 on my fourth. And um, my yeah, ra- you're getting up there. <laughs> the sheet's not looking good here. But, but here's yeah. the thing. Each one of them is unique in how I felt. Right. And a lot of it had to do with age and how I recovered from it. Right. Right. At 16, it was very different. I remember 16 being very different from 23. Uh, oh, absolutely. And I remember 23 being very different than 35. Right. Um, the most recent one, I was driving home from a Bible study and hit a dumpster, a construction dumpster that was parked uh, illegally in the, in the middle of the street uh, at night, and it didn't have any reflectors, no, no um, uh, cones around it. Mm-hmm. And when I hit it, I had no idea I even hit anything except for the fact that, you know, I mean, I was in an accident. My car was messed up, whatever. So I get out of the car. And initially, I remember you were behind me. You were following me with the kids yep. in the car. Yep. And I felt pretty miserable. I couldn't breathe. I, my chest hurt from the airbag and from the uh, uh, seatbelt, which funny enough, it's the only time my airbag's ever gone off in an accident. Yeah. And uh, I went home and I actually felt okay. Yeah. It wasn't until the next morning where I woke up and I didn't have a ton of neck pain. I didn't have any spinal pain really. But remember, I I had like horrible, horrible, horrible acid reflux the next morning. Yeah. And I hadn't even eaten anything. And then I had a horrible sinus congestion. I couldn't even breathe out of my right nostril. And if if I didn't know better, if I didn't understand the nervous system, I would have thought maybe I had unluckily got a sinus infection at the same time I was in a car accident. Right, right. Um. But understand the nervous system, I, I realized, man, all that trauma to my spine, it was actually causing problems that weren't necessarily pain-based. There were symptoms, but they're symptoms that nobody would have actually attributed to a car accident. Absolutely. Right. So I think that's kind of one of the things we want to go through is not just the obvious of what happens when someone's in a car accident. And I can speak to the systemic and visceral I think most people understand the physical and musculoskeletal. Right. But then you're going to be able to really unravel a little bit of the, you know, like kind of the stress side or the, you know. (laughs) I get a little stressed in cars, you know. Or for lack of a better term, the the anxiety side of things. Right. No, absolutely. Um, And that's real. And I, and I, and I appreciate you for being willing to do this today because I know it's, it's not your favorite thing to talk about. No, absolutely. But I have a lot of patients who come in post car accident and they start experiencing like some anxiety related symptoms and never had them before. And you know, the interesting thing too, is that, um, 
even at some low speed stuff, even whiplash can even happen at um, uh, a car accident that's less than 10 miles an hour. So sometimes you're thinking that was a little tiny fender bender and I don't think it was a big deal. But the reality is, is that, you know, you can have some of that whiplash trauma um, at, at a lower speed. Yeah. I mean, so a one foot stopping distance, if you hit a tree, could result in 12 tons worth of force if you didn't have your seatbelt on and about two tons worth of force if you did. So if you just do some simple math and break that down, divide that by a third, you're talking about three quarters of a ton of force, roughly. So, I mean, a lot of force that is generated from a 10-mile-an-hour accident. So... You know, if you guys have been in a car accident, give us a call. We'd love to help you through it. If it's some recent, we'll, we'll help you navigate it, whether it's insurance, attorneys, should you hire one, should you not hire one, what insurance you use, whose insurance, at fault, not at fault, all that stuff. We deal with this all the time, and uh, we just love to help you guys navigate through it because it is confusing, and uh, we just really help a lot of patients. In fact, Insurance companies love us because we bill less than almost anybody out there. Right. Um, just give us a call, 513-777-7575. And uh, coming up, we're just going to keep talking about really what to be concerned about, what to look for if you've ever been in a car accident. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. And Ashley and I today are talking about something we both have some experience with, which is car accidents and uh, injuries that we can sustain from car accidents. Yeah, not fun for anybody, but you know it does definitely happen on the road. And uh, we both had diff- different experience with this, but we were just talking about how about one out of every six people develop chronic pain conditions as a result of traumas from car accidents, Yeah, but that a lot of these traumas actually go unnoticed because they're not necessarily pain in terms of musculoskeletal pain. Sometimes they're actually symptoms that uh, are are health-related symptoms that people don't even know were a result of their car accident. So, you know, I was just giving my personal story, how I've dealt with this, that I had some sinus and, and, and reflux related issues post a car accident. And then about two weeks later, I actually had experienced some pretty, remember this, pretty severe vertigo. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And it wasn't until I got um, some good, you know, and that was the challenge for me as being a chiropractor was finding I didn't have associates working with me that I had trained. So I had to go through and try to find a chiropractor right. who I trusted to take care of me in the proper way. And it was actually kind of a challenge. So for for a minute there, it was kind of weird being the doc, being the doctor and being the patient. Right. I had to try to find someone and I was, and I realized what patients go through and it's like finding the right person right. that you can trust. But um, let's break down this for a second about car accidents. So we were talking about how even low force impacts like rear end accidents, 10 miles an hour or less, Sometimes uh, injuries at any of those speeds can actually result in whiplash. You think about someone coming up from behind and pushing you real hard in your back while you're standing there, that your neck kind of whips back. Well, a 10-mile-an-hour accident can generate some pretty serious force like that and can actually injure the spine. But severe cases of whiplash commonly involved, you know, in those who are in rear-end auto collisions uh, where their neck and heads are, like, thrown um, kind of back and forth, and that's that whiplash. This type of whiplash is more accurately called cervical acceleration deceleration trauma. 
That sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah, or or even uh, cervical acceleration de- deceleration syndrome. Right. Um, because of the rapid movements that occur in the vertebra, what happens is the muscles and ligaments that support the neck actually get ripped and torn. And when they get ripped and torn, kind of like a bone breaking, um, if anybody's ever broken a bone really quickly, it actually isn't that painful when it breaks sometimes. Sometimes I remember my dad broke his leg playing hockey. He was laying on the ice. He had no idea that it was necessarily broken except for his foot was pointed in the wrong direction. And uh, so the most common thing post-car accident is having some soreness. And maybe actually more common than that is being shocked, feeling kind of um, kind of maybe uh, shocked, alert, you know, uh, kind of hypersensitive at the moment. Right. Um, people feel kind of confused post-accident. And then some of the things that can occur in the next 24 to 48 hours after that are things like dizziness. Uh, whiplash-related injuries can lead to things like brain trauma that triggers blurred vision, ringing the ears, nausea. Right. So these are probably what you would say are the most common symptoms. Yeah. So some of the most common symptoms post-car accident, the first symptom that's really common, especially in, in one that's not considered like a, you know, it's not a 70 mile an hour, a high impact, um, that, that 10 to 15 mile an hour fender bender is the person gets out of the car and they're kind of shocked and disoriented. Right. Right. And then I would say in the next two days, they may develop a little bit of soreness, but typically the worst pain from a you know, 10 to 20 mile an hour car accident doesn't come till about almost two weeks later. And the unfortunate thing about that is the reason it's coming is because the healing process has already started. Yeah. And it started in most cases around structure in the spine that has been really damaged. And so the curve of the neck, which is really critical for a healthy nervous system, that curve in the neck in a, in a 10 mile an hour whiplash accident can be completely destroyed. And you don't know it, but within two weeks, now the ligaments and the muscles are starting to heal around a really terrible neck curvature. You know, that's interesting because so I mean that's kind of that was kind of going into my next question for you. It's that is that, you know, a lot of a lot of the symptoms that people will have, whether it's, you know, the ring in the ears or the nausea or the numbness or the blurred vision, you know, whatever those symptoms are. Um, and those are definitely a concern. But you know, as a doc, as a chiropractor, as a doctor, um, when you guys are looking at these injuries, uh, like what are those that that they may not surface for many years following the accidents? But what are the concerns that you're worried about when you're looking at a patient? Yeah. So my biggest concern is, you know, an injury from a car accident can create new areas of spinal subluxations, which really will aggravate any previous subluxation. So if somebody had spinal problems before they're going to be way worse post-car accident. Right. And, you know, it's interesting. What we were talking about last week is that 80% of all births, like, have some sort of yeah. trauma to, yeah. you know, some sort of spinal trauma. Yeah. So if you're a human um, being. If you're a human being that was born. You're not from outer space. Right. <laughs> you didn't just land in a pod on the then, earth. Then what, what the stats say is that 80% of all human beings experienced birth-related trauma if they were born in the United States. Right. And if Which, that's piquing your interest, check out that podcast. Check out that podcast. Yeah. You can go to Align Your Health on, on uh, uh, iTunes mm-hmm. or you can go to drryanlive.com. Yep. And uh, again, if, you're, if, you're, if you've been in a car accident recently or in the last year or two and you're thinking, holy smokes, I need to get checked, 513-777-7575 and also check us out on alignhealthcenter.com. Um, we always keep four appointments uh, to five appointments open every single week for anyone that is calling in from the radio show. So the problem is these these subluxations, 
they can really start creating stress and damage in the nerve system. Now, the weird thing is medicine doesn't acknowledge it. You go to the hospital, most car accidents, people will go to the hospital, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but they go to the hospital and they're looking for fractures and pathologies, you know, but if they don't see that, they don't evaluate for subluxation. Now, your neurosurgeons, like when you go down the road and you're having radiating pain down your arms and they're like, oh my God, there's all this degeneration and it's crushing the nerves. We got to cut away part of the vertebra and fuse this and do that. Well, how do you think that happened? That degeneration occurred as the result of long-standing subluxations, which are creating biomechanical dysfunction in the neck that, that actually cause neurological damage. And it's neurologically been damaging you for the last six or eight or 10 years and you don't realize it. Right. But right. just like heart disease or cancer, the symptoms of subluxation of the spine, they don't show up on day one. They show up sometimes on day 2000 or day, you know, year two or year five or right. whatever. So you have the, the stress in the spinal cord and, and, the, and the nerves, especially in the cervical region with whiplash accidents, and well over 90% of your nervous system is non-conscious. Therefore, you, it can't be felt symp symptomatically. About 7% of your entire nerve function deals with symptoms. So over 90%, you don't even know until years of accumulated stress happen and start altering enough nerve system dysfunction while those injuries, you know, thought to become evident within 24 or 72 hours, now we know that the symptoms can literally be delayed months, sometimes years, in some cases, even decades. So one of the most important things, if you've ever been in a car accident, is that you do not delay getting attention. Um, what's interesting is that the attention you get and the route you go determines how you're going to do long term. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. So think about this. The vast majority of people involved in auto accidents each year go right to the emergency room. Sure. Right. Yeah. You, you did, right? Yeah. What's yeah, funny yeah. is I was under chiropractic care for all four of mine. I never went to the emergency room once because I've been educated on this. Yeah. You weren't under chiropractic care at the time. Right. Right to the emergency room, although yours was more of an emergency. Sure. In fact, over 4 million emergency room visits every year follow car accidents. Here's the crazy thing. Fortunately, upon examination, the bulk of these, the vast majority, do not require emergency medical attention. Fractures, medical emergencies are re actually really rare. However, in the absence of medical emergencies, much to the victim's dismay, the ER personnel do very little other than what do they give you? Drugs or surgery, right? Pain, mean, pain meds. Right, pain meds. Muscle relaxers, anti-inflammatories, maybe steroids. Mm -hmm. The doctors may even refer you back to a general physician or a, a, someone for physiotherapy or a massage therapy. Um, and now they're starting to acknowledge us that they need to refer you to a chiropractor. Yeah, you, you can definitely find some definitely progressive, um, you know, forward thinking people in, in, in ERs um, that are referring out to chiropractors because they know they know that, you know, when they don't see the x-ray, a broken bone in the x-ray, when they don't see um, that kind of stuff, but there's still an injury there. They know, you know, this is this specialty over here is who's going to take care of this. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't know who else to turn to. So they're like, you know what? I've heard chiropractors can help this yeah. because they don't know what what they're looking at because there's not a break. That's true. Chiropractic care has consistently, consistently been proven to be the most effective intervention for patients following auto accidents. There was actually an article that was published in the Journal of Orthopedic Medicine in 1999. So we're going back to, you know, when I graduated <laughs> uh, high school and pointed out that the superiority of chiropractic care for patients who are suffering from long-term effects of whiplash, okay? So these people have been dealing with it for years. The superiority of it that 
74 to 93 percent of these patients were actually likely to benefit from chiropractic care. What's interesting in this study is they said the superiority of chiropractic care was so evident that the study referenced that the authors deemed chiropractic care to really be the only proven effective treatment, period, for chronic whiplash. Incredible. So that's why, you know, we get on the show and we talk about this stuff because it's relevant. It's relevant to us because we've gone through it. And it's relevant to you guys because most of you have probably gone through it too. So, you know, reach out to us. Give us a call at 777-7575. And uh, that's 513-777-7575 or at AlignHealthCenter.com. We'd love to help you guys. Coming up, we're just going to talk about what we do and how we help patients with this. All right, so chiropractic works. How does it work? You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin on 55KRC, the talk station. You're listening to Align Your Health. Today we're talking about auto accidents and uh, MVAs, motor vehicle accidents, as the uh, attorneys like to call them. But we're just going through how most most people end up in an emergency room, right? And right. so they end up on this like Maltov cocktail of... Uh, Drugs and pain relievers, pain relievers, yep. steroids, muscle relaxers, yada yada yada. Uh, probably get a weird foam collar to put around their neck. Right, but you know, I think it's so interesting what you just talked about—the Journal of Orthopedic Medicine in 1999—and and this to me is an incredible study. I feel like people really. Like this needs to be shared. More people need to have knowledge about this because whiplash doesn't just occur in cars, right? But I mean, obviously, like a whiplash injury, that's the most prevalent place probably that most people are going to be able to to associate it with. Associate it with, right? Yeah, exactly. But trampolines, football, gymnastics, right? Um, you know, we see it in lots of situations, whiplash type trauma, whip, you know, I, I don't want to say whiplash, whiplash type trauma. Right. And, and what's so interesting about this, um, journal of orthopedic medicine, medicine study, literally it was so overwhelming that the evidence of, of how incredible chiropractic care was for that kind of trauma, the authors literally deemed chiropractic care to be the only proven and effective treatment for chronic whiplash. Yeah. They literally said the only proven effective treatment because swallowing an anti-inflammatory will get rid of some of the inflammation. Swallowing a painkiller will get rid of some of the pain. But I think one of the one of the important things to acknowledge is why is your body innately, why is your body doing that? Why is there pain? Well, the pain is actually there. So the, the swelling happens, the inflammation happens when you injure a tissue because the body knows it's been injured and it's trying to, number one, limit range of motion so you don't re-injure it right away. Because the body's intelligent and knows that things are unstable at the moment. Right. And there's inflammation because inflammation brings in new blood, new new uh, blood cells to try to heal the area and repair it. Right. Um, the pain is limiting you from being able to move or do anything because we're too stupid that we would go back to just living life right away. <laughs> right. And our body is trying to say, hey, no, don't don't be doing that right now. We're trying to heal and repair, and you don't need to be further injuring something, right? Sure. So what do we do? We take an anti-inflammatory and a painkiller, so we get rid of the inflammation, which is <laughs> healing the tissue. Right. We get rid of the pain, which is actually protecting us from re-injuring it. Yep. We take a muscle relaxer to allow for better range of motion, even though our body is trying to restrict range of motion at the time. And then if that doesn't work, we take a steroid because it's like, you know what, let's just throw the atom bomb at it <laughs> and see how we can affect it. But the reality is every single one of those things we just described is actually anti-healing. 
Absolutely. And it's so backwards when you explain it like that. I mean, it's it's almost comical when you explain it like that. How yeah. backwards it is. I mean, unfortunately, you're in pain. Yeah, you were just hit 50 miles an hour from behind. Yeah. I'm sorry you're in pain, but, you know, you can take a pain reliever to some degree, but you don't want to do it to the point where you just go back to work the next day. And, you know, it's like sometimes we have to listen to our bodies and like not go back to life right away. Right. We have to give ourselves a little time to heal. Well, I can't do that. Well, you know, I, I I had this conversation this week with a patient who was saying, you know, I'm just so busy. I'm just so busy. And I'm like, you know what doesn't look good on a headstone? He was busy. Right. Like sometimes you just need to, to stop the nonsense and understand that there are times where you need to rely on other people. You need to take time for yourself. And you need to recover. Right. Right. Exactly. And a car accident is one of those times. You know, your employer may not understand, you know. Other people around you may not understand, but you understand now. So like when people have the flu, they don't go into work and puke everywhere at work. They stay home and recover. When you're in a car accident, there's you have no business sometimes. If it's 20, 30, 40 miles an hour is trauma, you have no business with your head forward into your computer all day long or your you know head tilted to the side on your phone or driving for two or three hours you know, on sales calls or whatever because you just went through a trauma. Right. And whatever you do post-trauma is going to influence the way you heal. And I, I know I know you spoke about this before, but, you know, uh, somebody coming into your office, right? So so I think the biggest thing you pointed out before was first not delaying treatment, right? Getting on it. Like time is of the essence after you have some uh, an injury, some sort of car accident. Um, but when somebody walks into your office, what, what does it look like? They've been in a car accident. What, what happens? All right. So first of all, anybody's in a car accident of any sort, first of all, you should take immediate action. There's immediate interventions you should take. And then there's long-term interventions that you should take. So first, don't delay in treatment. Like you're in a car accident, you need to get into a chiropractor's office immediately. If it is a traumatic accident, you were in one that was, I mean, you were tossed from the car. I was never, that never happened to me. There are situations where emergency care is required. Right. Um, here's the thing. Sometimes people get duped in this whole thing of like, you should go get checked out and make sure everything's okay at the hospital. Well, the only thing the hospital is going to be able to see is a fracture pretty much. I mean, outside of fractures in car accidents, they don't diagnose a whole lot other than a strain or sprain. So, you know, if, if you, if you're worried that you broke something, you can go to the hospital, but know that you're a visit at the hospital from your exam, your x-rays, you know, whoever they bring in, whatever whatever testing they do is probably going to run you. That one visit is going to run you two to $5,000. If you are under chiropractic care in a conservative chiropractic office who's taking care of you very well and not trying to, you know, just rake your insurance company over the coals and they're being um, ethical, your entire, your entire care to resolve that accident should be less than that one visit in the hospital. So you have a med pay limit a lot of times on on an auto insurance that's you know five ten thousand dollars. Why would you blow it all in one unnecessary visit in the hospital to find out that you don't have a fracture and all those trumped up you know a seventy dollar aspirin and, and whatnot, <laughs> yeah, right? Trumped up charges. <laughs> so here here's 
here's what you need to do. Provided that you've ruled out a medical emergency, number one, the first thing you should do is ice any acute areas to reduce some of the initial inflammation. Um, we don't want to get on anti-inflammatory necessarily if we don't have to because we don't want to get rid of all inflammation. We just want to ice down some of the unnecessary inflammation that may be just from the acuteness of it. The general pro- protocol is, is ice for about 20 minutes every one to two hours, but don't do it any longer than 20 minutes. Just keep it at 20 minutes. That activates kind of a pumping mechanism within your blood vessels, and it helps to really reduce excess inflammation. Don't apply heat especially over your spine or joints or any areas of numbness or tingling, heat will actually increase inflammation. This is a common problem. People injure their back. They turn on their seat heaters. They put heat pack on, whatever, and it feels great when it's on because it's relieving a little bit. But long-term, it actually creates more inflammation. So while it may feel good while being applied, it's actually going to create further swelling and exacerbate the problem once the heat's removed. Note that while the application of ice may be helpful in immediate days following the incidents, nor ice or heat are going to be completely valuable for functional long-term care. So now you're outside of 24 to 48 hours. You should have already made an appointment and been in to be evaluated by a chiropractor. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to guide you on how to direct you know, any of that swelling, pain, any superficial injuries or so. But then they're going to take specific x-rays. So you go into the hospital... A lot of times they're not even taking the proper x-rays. They're, they're taking maybe two x-rays. They should be taking at least four, um, flexion extension, sometimes lateral bending, putting your neck through a range of motion to evaluate for where the injuries may have occurred because just looking at your spine isn't always it. Number two, if you ever go to the hospital and they take an x-ray, there should be between 30 to 80 lines per x-ray drawn all over them with angles and markings and measurements. And I can tell you firsthand, there isn't a hospital in the country that does that. No. They don't analyze injuries to the spine biomechanically. They might draw a line or two, but they're they're looking at measuring soft tissue spaces and all this. They're not measuring actual where the vertebras where the <clears throat> vertebra are and and really what positions they're in when you move. So you should have a biomechanical analysis done on those x-rays and the chiropractor should talk to you about that. So they should evaluate also if if you require a referral out or if this is something that we can take care of in office. In my office, we also do an EMG scan and we can show you how well every single nerve is actually functioning and how much stress is on any single nerve in your spine at that moment and at any moment in time during your healing process. And then the step after that is, as a chiropractor, I personally don't adjust anyone within an hour or two of doing the exam and all that because I want to take time to actually comb through the x-rays, look at the EMG scans, understand their case, understand the accident, and then come up and assess and make a plan. So if you've ever been to a chiropractor or any 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 uh, you know osteopath or, God, hopefully not, but if you're a massage therapist or your personal trainer or physical therapist is adjusting you, they shouldn't be. They're not licensed to. Oof, that's bad. Um, you got to be really careful with that. They're not like, I mean, they may be manipulating or whatever, but I promise you those manipulations are not specific. They're not based on x-rays. They're yeah. not based on any sort of analysis. They're not based on EMG scans. So you got to be really careful. But, you know, you really need to get a relationship with a chiropractor, get some x-rays taken. And then that's not to say that massage and all those other things aren't helpful. They could be very helpful. But, um, you know, I want to talk about not only getting adjusted, what does that care plan look like? You know, how long should you be under care? How long should you see relief? Um, when, 
if you see relief, does that mean you're good? You're back to normal. What else can you do long-term to really help? So those are things we're going to talk about coming up next. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. Today, we're talking about motor vehicle accidents, car accidents, fender benders, any other names? Car no, crashes. Car, yeah, car crash. I don't know. There's, I guess there, there could be a lot of names for them. Um, you know, I think the interesting thing, though, is in that in all of us, um, the real, the, the, the astounding statistic to me is that every single year, a million people develop con- chronic pain from car crashes. And I can say that I was one of those when, you know, I had a car crash in, in my teenage years and I developed a lot of chronic issues and a lot of chronic pain from it. And just knowing that you don't have to live like that is really... Uh, it's just such a crucial thing to understand because I think that um, when I met you and a lot of the symptoms that I had going on that I would describe, you know, everything from anxiety to chest pain to, to panic attacks to shortness of breath to, you know, um, heart issues, all of those things. And you're like, you need to see a chiropractor. And I'm like, why on earth would I see somebody to, you know, crack my spine. I don't have, I didn't say back pain yeah. in any of those symptoms. Yeah. So here's the crazy thing is like when you go through an experience and, and you come on the other side and you're feeling, you know, you're feeling like you're okay and you don't, sometimes it's hard to really, you know, you went through a situation and, you know, for lack of a better term, you survived it, you're doing well. And on the other side of it, you forget, like, think about birth, for instance, and just like how the, 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 the physics of birth are pretty astounding. <laughs> it's mind blowing, right? You know, in, in your car accident, you know, they don't know this, but you know, you went out, you went out a side window and were ejected from a car. And so just knowing that, like without getting into detail, because I know it's not something that, you know, you love rehashing, but if you ever like go out a window, right, and then end up somewhere else, like right, right. yards away, uh, first of all, was the window open? Like, you know, I, did you hit anything on the way out? Those type of things. You know, those are my concerns. Like, if I get an X-ray of you, what in the world are we going to find? Because you're young. Like, you feel like you heal quickly and right. heal well. And so, you know, but I know that when you're in a car accident 10, 15, 20 years later, that trauma ends up in more degeneration. So one of my first questions, I mean, we met, we started talking, you know, we were, I was interested in you and told you I'd heard your story. I knew that you were having some rib pain. Remember that? Like your yeah. concern was, oh, I have some rib pain now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you need to get an x-ray. And I don't remember you remember, but your your cervical curve is your neck curve is supposed to be C-shaped. It should be open to the back and like a C-shape pointing, you know, backwards. And uh your curve was going the wrong way. Yep. It was your reversed. first x-ray, you had a reverse curve. So most people don't understand what that means in terms of longevity, but there are actually research studies that show that elderly populations who have reverse neck curva- curvatures live 15 years less than people who have healthy neck curvatures. So what that means is I saved you 15 years <laughs> of your life uh, <laughs> just meeting each other. No, actually, it was my brother, right? Because when we first started dating, like you wouldn't see another chiropractor, but then you started seeing my brother as a patient um, because right. his office was closer. Was right next door to my And I remember he was really excited. He called me. He's like, remember Ashley's neck curve? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it was reverse so-and-so degrees. Yeah. She's got like a 25-degree neck curve now, meaning it had been reversed. Say it was 10 degrees reversed, and you 
changed it and got 25 positive degrees of curvature back there, it means that was a 35 degree difference. Yeah. Yep. I had over and a 35 degree net, net gain in my, in my cervical curve, which was amazing, which I mean, that, that was, it was complete restoration of health. And so many of those symptoms that, um, I would have never correlated to that car accident started, um, were healed and, and I didn't, you know, I didn't experience those symptoms anymore. Um, so the crazy just, thing is your neck had been that way since 16. So from, or right, right. Was it 15? Yeah, 15, 15. 15 yeah. So from 15 to like 21, 21, yeah. yeah, 15 to 21, six years, your neck had been really in bad shape. And then now for three months now, it had been you know, restored and, and functioning better. Right. And you're already seeing healing in less than three months from Absolutely. what has been bad for six years and happened traumatically. Right. Right. So that brings us to like, how long should you be under care? Well, obviously that's different from everyone. It depends. How fast was the accident? What was the force involved? Was it an off center hit? Was it head on? Was it rear end? Was it T-bone? If you're hit from the back, you're <clears> going to see whiplash. If you hit something from the front, you might see whiplash. If you're hit from the side, you're actually going to see like almost like a side to side trauma, similar to a whiplash from the side. You might actually have a, a cervical thoracic scoliosis forming. The seatbelt goes across your body in a weird way. So if you're in the driver's seat, think about it. Your right shoulder isn't being protected. So your right shoulder gets kind of ripped forward but your left shoulder is protected. I actually had a scoliosis in my mid back from three traumatic car accidents. Um, the seatbelt in your lower back, you know, you go f ejecting forward in the seat and that, that seatbelt's at like L4, L5 in your low back. You can actually fracture the L4, L5 vertebra. Um, but one of the most common injuries we see is your foot in a lot of cases is you're trying to hit that brake pedal. Yeah. You see it coming. Oh crap. You hit the brake and you jam your foot on it. And now, boom, the trauma happens, and your foot's on that brake, so all the force of that car accident comes jamming forward, and that one foot is on a pedal and the other one's not. So we see actually a lot of hip and lower back and pelvic-related subluxations that happen from traumatic car accidents. Yes, that's huge. That's huge. So, you know, what, so what do we do? You come in, we take the x-rays, we do the analysis, we figure out what's going on, we take the EMG scans, and, and then we actually don't do anything yet in terms of developing a plan until we adjust you at least once. Um, see how you respond, how guarded you are. I will tell you that on average, we take care of most people. Very, very, very few people do we take care of only a couple of visits in a car accident because yeah. if we did, we would only be dealing with the superficial aspect of it, right. not the actual you know, implications of what could happen over time. Most car accidents, it takes about 72 hours for the initial inflammatory stage to happen. It takes at least six weeks usually for the secondary phases of ligamentous and muscular trauma. So six weeks should be about a minimum. Yeah. In six weeks, are we adjusting that person once a week, twice a week, three times a week? Are we adjusting them every day sometimes? Yes, all the above. It depends on the severity depends of the, the accident. Person, depends on the accident, yep. Were they in a five-point harness like a racing car seat or, or even a car seat for kids? <laughs> or were they in a, a three-point harness right. like a, a traditional seatbelt? Or were they in a two-point harness like an old uh, classic car, you know, where they have a lap belt? <laughs> or remember those station wagons where you set phasing backwards and you, oh my gosh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they had like those little lap belts bench back then. seats with no headrest could the you bench imagine seats with no headrests. You yeah, know, even yeah. the headrests have changed for car accidents because everyone's heads are coming so forward in posture due to technology like computers they're actually making your headrest come forward more 
so that when you are in a whiplash, it's right behind your head to protect it. The problem with that is if you have a healthy neck curve and healthy alignment, it's forcing your head into a really terrible position when you're driving most of the time. Right. And so it's crazy, but they've actually changed our cars to meet our terrible spinal mechanics to protect us in injury. But the terrible, you know, forward head posture, the headrest they're in now would actually destroy a healthy spine or prevent an unhealthy one from getting healthy. So, yeah. So the average I would say is we adjust a lot of patients. We start off usually two to three times a week for about six weeks or so. And then we assess it from there. How do we assess it? We update some EMG scans every now and then we'll update an x-ray to look. But I'll tell you the biggest thing. If if you are in a car accident and then you're starting to heal, you're going to see a, a chiropractor. There are some basic things you can do supplementation-wise and some basic things you can do also nutrition-wise. Um, so number one, give, give us a call if you've been in one. I don't want to. I don't want to not give you guys a number. I know sometimes you're waiting to hear it. Five one three seven 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 five seven five. And you can check us out on alignhealthcenter.com. But one of the things that we have people do almost immediately is start taking um, uh, omega three fatty acids and taking yes. fish oil. Yep. There's been a lot of research done that you can calm down uh, acute inflammation and help tissue heal faster if you have the right amount of fats in. So about between three and eight grams of fish oil, which is 3,000 to 8,000 milligrams of fish oil, depending on the severity. That's a huge thing you can do. Another thing you can do is take a a supplement like curcumin. Curcumin is a very powerful antioxidant, very powerful anti-inflammatory, systemic, systemic anti-inflammatory. Another one that I like to use, there's two essential oils I like to use. And again, we're not prescribing anything. We're just trying to support health and support healthy inflammatory uh, scenarios. So Um, there have been PubMed studies. You can look them up if you want to on both frankincense and oregano and frankincense is a really powerful anti-inflammatory in terms of its qualities, uh, naturally and what it does in nature. Uh, oregano is a very powerful, um, uh, it, it has pain limiting effects and can be a pain reliever to some degree. Um, it, is a hot oil. You got to be careful. But these two oils used together, and if you have a high quality version of essential oils, uh, there's some brands out there that are really high quality. You can actually ingest those two together, a couple of drops of each, and it can be a more effective pain reliever and anti-inflammatory than all the real powerful drugs out there. Remember, the key is you don't want the stuff to knock you out and to be so powerful that um, you can't feel pain. And you also don't want to get addicted to opioids and end up on heroin. So exactly. the reality mm-hmm. is we can use some natural things to really alleviate that. But those are just things that are helpful during chiropractic care. Right. Um, I hope this is helpful to you guys today. I hope if you've ever been in a motor vehicle accident in the last couple of years um, that you really consider getting some chiropractic care. If you've been in multiple car accidents or it's been decades, I can promise you, you're going to find out that there's some degeneration there. Man, if you were recently in one, give us a call at 513-777-7575. We'd love to help you guys. Check us out on AlignHealthCenter.com. Ash, thanks for sharing your story today. I know it's not easy. Absolutely. Um, Talking about being ejected from a car or hitting a dumpster or whatever. And some of you guys may have that same thing. So we'd love to help you out. Until next week, you're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station.